Hello and welcome to another episode of Twig and Soap Talk Games. I am Soapbox Klotz and I'm joined, as always, by my friend Twig. How you doing, people? Hey, in this episode, uh, we're going to do our usual. We're going to talk about things we've been playing lately, but then there's some big news that just dropped today, as of the day that we're recording this. The Nintendo Direct for the Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary came out, so we're going to talk about all the things that were revealed in that. That's going to be our focus. So, yeah, let's just jump into it. What have you been playing lately, Twig? Well, I have been, like, uber busy uh, since our last recording, so I haven't had a whole lot of time. But uh, today I uh, cranked up. They just put it on the uh, online service. I cranked up Super Mario All-Stars for the SNES on the Nintendo Online. Mm -hmm. And I dabbled in that for a little bit and remembered, okay, I'm going to be playing this quite a bit, you know, because it's got the recolorized versions of Super Mario 1, 2, and 3 on it, plus lost levels. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and that's free on the online service. But what I've spent console-wise uh, a little bit of time over the last 10 or so days since we recorded last is on Game Pass, I uh, downloaded uh, Hollow Knight. Okay. And I spent a little bit of time, actually a lot of time on that. I love platformers anyway. And I am going to tell you that I have fallen in love with that art style. And I absolutely love that Hollow Knight. I think it's Void something or other. I can't remember the name of it. But uh, it's like a sequel to the original Hollow Knight. And that art style is amazing. And the, the controls are amazing. It, it's just an amazing game. So basically that's what I've done the past few days. Yeah, I uh, I played Hollow Knight a little bit. I played it on stream a few months back, and I had a lot of fun with it. I believe it, I got it in a Humble Bundle playing it on PC. But yeah, I loved the visual design of that game is incredible. And that that's one of the really wonderful things about the platforming genre is there's so many visually interesting titles that like if you like the genre you can jump around and play a lot of different stuff that all have a little bit of a different vibe so yeah that's that's a great game i am cuphead yeah cup well cuphead's a game I, i've dabbled with cuphead a little bit i've played uh with a couple of friends and i don't like it it's it's just a difficulty level that i'm not into i, I don't enjoy it but that said i think the art style is incredible and the fact that they hand drew all of that and just mm -hmm. all the, the love and care that went into Cuphead. I am a fan of Cuphead that doesn't like to play the game, if that makes sense. Yeah, it is extremely difficult, but it feels like you're playing. I mean, if they change the icons around a little bit, it could be easily be a Steamboat Willie's game. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah, totally. And that's absolutely what it's evocative of. But fantastic, fantastic work. And, you know, I'm sure their next project is going to be absolutely incredible as well. Uh, myself, what I've, I actually didn't get to play very much for the last couple of weeks. I, one of the reasons why our most recent episode was delayed by about a week and a half was because I had a leg injury that had me laid up in bed. So I wasn't playing really much on the PC, but before that injury kind of took hold and, and became a problem, I was playing some Remnant from the Ashes. It was recently made available for free on the Epic Store. It was something that was on my radar for a while. Uh, it's a post-apocalyptic shooter that is essentially a Dark Souls-like game. And so I dabbled with that a little bit and was enjoying it. I tried streaming it, and it made my frames drop to, like, two. So that didn't work. Wow. Yeah. So I, uh, I ended up transitioning to playing a little bit of Project Warlock on stream, which also made my frames drop eventually, which was weird. Uh, 
Project Warlock being a you know throwback to like the Doom era, you know, first person shooters like the the classic just you know two D art and and everything. That's a fun game. So I, I played with those a couple of weeks ago. I haven't really been able to play much since. I uh, haven't been able to play much Hunt, which has been my my big focus lately. There's a new patch that came out. I'm hoping to play some tonight. So I guess I'm I'm ready to jump back into something. So I just got to figure out what it's going to be. That's where I'm at. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I watched your uh, Twitch stream of Wizard Fire mm-hmm. uh, from a couple of, whenever it was, a couple of, was it a month ago or so? And I'd never heard of that game before. And I went and looked on my uh, main cab that I've got, and I, I started playing it. And you should have picked the wizard because she is amazing. That game is fun. Yeah, that game is fun. Like, it's frustrating, but it's fun. Uh, yeah, and the wizard is amazing. They're all amazing, honestly. Like, the characters are really solid, solidly balanced against each other because uh, they all do different things well. But the wizard is really strong. And yeah, I, uh, yeah, no, I played them all. I tried all the different characters. They were fun. The elf and you're right fun. on the voice acting, the voice acting in, in an arcade game like that was well before it's time. I was very impressed with that title. Yeah, it, it's, it was something special. Uh, and I, I love the fact that I could play it in a couple hours. I believe I talked about this on the last episode because I just edited it the other day. So I heard myself talk about it. Uh, but the fact that you could sit down mm-hmm. and beat the whole thing in about two hours was a lot of fun for me. And uh, I, Absolutely. I, I am going to circle back around and pick up the first title, uh, which was originally known as Dark Seal in Japan. I forget. Uh, I think it was something of here in the States. Uh, I'm going to check that out because I believe it's available on the Switch as well. So I will get around to playing that as well, too. Uh, yeah, so that's on my radar. That said... Big, big news today. Nintendo Direct dropped for the Super Mario Brothers 35th anniversary. I went into it. I clicked on it just to kind of be made aware of the news and what they were doing. I didn't expect it to be nearly as extensive as it was, but wow. Wowie zowie. Absolutely. Completely blown away by the amount of content that is going to be on offer to celebrate the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. First and foremost, as you mentioned a little earlier... We got Super Mario All-Stars as part of the SNES uh, offerings when you're a Nintendo Online subscriber. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's the only thing they added, but uh, for right now, for me, that I don't really care if they added anything else on the NES or the SNES uh, virtual uh, thing they've got going on on uh, online service, because that is good enough. Well, I mean, that's essentially four games in one anyways, so... Yes, it is you know, remastered versions, and that's that's a wonderful ad. Like, that's a big get. You're going to be able to play that. Uh, the, the first big announcement that they had was Super Mario 35, which was a really cool reveal, right? Absolutely. Makes me feel old, but yes. <laughs> so they're, they're bringing the concept that they, they used with Tetris 99 into Super Mario Brothers and letting people compete with each other. And when you do things, it's going to spawn enemies on the other people's screens and everything. You're going to be able to compete with 35 people total. I think that's a wonderful idea. That It is brilliant. Genius in a way. Absolutely. I mean, I cannot wait for that to drop uh, because, again, that's going to be free for people with the online subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, what they did with Tetris... And they already know how to do the the weird battle royale type thing, and that's going to be a home run. And I just can't wait 
to be uh, knocking out the Goombas and then putting them on somebody else's screen. Yeah. Now, the only thing about that is if I watched and understood the Direct correctly, it's only going to be available up through March. So it, it is going to come out for free, but it's something that you're going to want to play while it's available because it's not going to be around forever, I don't think. I'll yeah. have to rewatch that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's what they said. And so I, it, okay. this really it does seem like it is going to be a special event type thing. But I imagine if it's successful, if people really like it, that could change. You know, that could it could become a permanent offer. It could be something that they maybe release as a product that you would buy into. Who knows? But I, I think the potential is like this this battle royale concept. Now, battle royale is not it's not the best way to describe it. Because, you know, you're not no. playing Fortnite, but this competitive, right. you know, basically... Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing revamp to these classic games is an awesome way to refresh these classics and make them fun and exciting again. And just, it, it's good for streamers and content creators because you can you get this unique content. It's similar to what both Mario Maker games did, where, like, it really let... You know, if you enjoyed the Mario platforming, you got to just really play around with it and make insane stuff. And insane stuff is going to happen in this, and it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch people play it. So I think it's a fantastic oh, thing. And I, I was really blown away that that was one of the things that they let off with. I was like, this is a wonderful idea. I'm definitely going to download it. I'm definitely going to play around with it. You know, I, I downloaded Tetris 99. I played it a little bit. It's not really my favorite thing, so I don't play it a lot, but I know a lot of people who absolutely love Tetris, and they loved mm -hmm. that it revamped and let them compete. And then I think this is going to be the same sort of thing. And you're going to see people who know all the secrets and all the trick spots and everything in Super Mario Brothers are going to reign supreme, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So it Just to imagine the possibilities. Imagine if they did this with something like Metroid or Castlevania. I th I think those titles are perfect to, for that kind of treatment, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, I don't yep. know, maybe because Castlevania is Konami, it might not happen, but well, that's Metro true. Metroid is theirs. You know, it's a first-party title. They absolutely could do it with Metroid, and I think that would be gangbusters, too. Like, I think it would be awesome. I think people would, would flock to that, and just, it would be so cool. So, true, yeah. and they'll probably come up with something with Kirby, too. Oh yeah, I feel like this. It, this is a concept that they're clearly iterating on, and there will be more in the future. I'm almost positive of it. So, exciting thing. Uh, let's mm -hmm. let's next talk about. Well, what what do you want to talk about next from the direct? What else jumped out at you? Well, it, it, everything jumped out at me uh, as far as the Mario 35th goes. But uh, let's go into the. Let, let's start from small to huge, in my opinion, anyway. Okay. Let's go with the let's go with the Wii U port first. Mm-hmm. Kick it off. I never yeah, I never owned a Wii U, so I've never played that game. I do love how they're bringing some of their games that because the Wii U wasn't that popular, but they the Wii U had some fantastic games. And I do like how Nintendo is porting a lot of those over to the Switch. Mm -hmm. Uh and that I, I forget the actual title because I never owned a Wii U, so I didn't play it. But just visually looking at that game, uh, where you can play as Toad, Peach, that game looks amazing. So, I mean, did you have a Wii U, or did you have any experience with that title? Because I did not. I did not have a Wii U, no. Okay. Okay. So, just 
I, when I initially saw it, I thought maybe it was going to be a, a co-op type Mario Party game. But then I figured out it was the, the port of the Wii U uh, entry into the uh, the Mario massive library that it has. So I, the, I'm looking forward to that one just because I've never, I've never actually played it. That's the only thing uh, of this Direct that I haven't actually played before that I can't wait to get my hands on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I did some follow-up here just to confirm. Super Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. 35 will be available October 1st. I don't see anything noted about it going away, but I'm pretty sure they mentioned that. But uh, the Super Mario All-Stars that is available right now with the SNES and the online subscription, that is going away in March, for sure. So I just wanted to throw no, that That out. will... I think that... That probably would be the first title they've ever taken off of their virtual console. Yeah, so Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury uh, is is getting ported. That's exciting as well. A lot of people, that's coming in February, so that's a little bit down the, the path. Now, one other big thing to mention here, at the beginning of the Direct, Nintendo had a little screen pop up and said, listen, due to COVID-19, these dates are subject to change, so things could get delayed. But this is their currently planned trajectory for the next several months of what's going to come out to celebrate the 35 years since Mario Brothers came out. So that that's the yeah, thing. I'll be celebrating my wallet being empty. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury is going to come to the Switch projected for February 12th. So that'll be next year. Uh, and that is a port, and it looks cool. Then we also Very have cool. uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which is also exciting because this would be Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxy, all with updated visuals, ordered to the Switch in one package. It's going to have a limited physical release and as it's saying a limited release until the end of March 2021. So I'm not sure if that means that the digital version is going to be unavailable after that as well. But I can't I'm, imagine that. Um, this, they, may be, they may be throwing their hat in the ring to try to see if, they're, if they can weed people off of physical releases and go to all digital. This may be their first attempt at that. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't, I, I don't understand it myself. Because I, I think that game will end up, well, I'm not going to say it's going to end up overtaking Mario Kart 8, because I think that's ridiculous to think anything's going to do that. But I do think it will end up being the second highest grossing game on the Switch at some point. I, 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 that, that game is nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia in one game for a, a price of one AAA game. I think they easily could have sold them individually for maybe 50 and and gotten the same amount of money out of or not the same amount of money but the people would have bought all three of them the the fact they're putting all three together is amazing and uh super mario 64 that just i had already played you know the regular super marios up till i got the nintendo 64 but once i got into that oh my dear i was hooked on mario and to uh piggyback on your point uh, they they are remastering it, but they're also fitting it uh, with a 16 by 9 uh, aspect ratio, so it'll transport well onto uh, widescreen TVs rather than 4 by 3. 
Yeah, uh, not an issue for Super Mario Sunshine or Galaxy. But yes, for Super Mario 64, that's a huge deal. Well, Super Mario 64 is, you know, widely considered to be one of the best games of all time. Like, it's, it's on a lot of people's top ten lists. Like, definitely one of the best platformers of all time. So getting, getting a big port like this is big news. Uh, I did talk a little bit to, to my friend Retro Guy, who took some question prompts from in the last episode. Uh, he said the one thing that he thought Nintendo kind of missed with this Direct was he was surprised that they didn't include Super Mario Galaxy 2 in this 3D All-Stars. Uh, he figured if, there, if you were going to put the time and effort into remastering these other three, why wouldn't you do Super Mario Galaxy 2? Because a lot of people consider Galaxy 2 to be the better title anyways. I'm well, not... I can tell you why. I think it's because they're going to sell that individually because it did way outsell Galaxy 1, and it has Yoshi in it versus mm-hmm. one that does not have Yoshi. So I, I, I think their plan is, is to go with Galaxy 2 on its own. Okay. Now, if you wanna if you wanna have a good time, and and gather up some salt, uh, go to the Nintendo of America Twitter. <laughs> look at the announcement for this, and then look at the comments. The second comment down is: "This was a capital letters huge disappointment to just re-release old games. Like WTF is Nintendo even doing?" And it's so funny that people get so split on stuff oh. like this because. Twig, oh I had God. you. I had you check out this direct video, and you lost your mind. You, I you, did. You were having blood pressure issues after watching that direct. You were like, "Oh, my wallet's gonna be empty." Huh. It just like it completely rocked your world. You're like, "This is what we're talking about this week." That mm-hmm. everything else doesn't matter now. This is the biggest thing. Completely blew your mind. I saw it, and I was like, "This is great," because I really do think it's super important. We've talked about retro games a lot since we started doing this show, and basically, mm-hmm. the underlying thread is that people want to play the games that they grew up with and they're nostalgic mm-hmm. for. They want to play mm-hmm. these titles, and they want to be able to play them on their modern systems, they want to be able to play them on their modern televisions, so getting updated, improved ports is a huge deal. So for all of you out there who are just like, oh, it's just re-releasing some old games, it's not that simple. They're remastering them. They're sprucing them up. They're making them compatible with modern technology. It's a big deal. And as long as they play well, because uh, we know sometimes ports don't play so well, as long as right. they play well, this is a wonderful move. And it's fantastic for those of us who were around when these games came out. But it's also incredible for the young people of today, the children, because they get mm-hmm. to get exposed to these classic games that were wonderful and play them on a modern console. So it, it's... I don't think there's anything wrong at all with remastering a bunch of your classic titles, your best titles, and bringing them forward. It's there's no way if the if the retro scene wasn't as huge as it is, they would not be doing this. Those people that only want new, new, new are idiots. Because 20 years from now, you're going to be sitting in this same chair we are, maybe doing a podcast. You're going to be talking about the games that you grew up with and then bitching because all they're doing is wanting to make new titles then. So you don't like it, don't fucking buy it. Trust me, they will be sold. Yeah. In rant. No, I mean, I agree completely. It's like this is 
clearly something that there's a market for. This is something that people want. We're going to go nuts for this. The pre-orders oh, yeah. are already going crazy right now. You know, people are pre-ordering oh, the physical. I've already dropped mine. I've already dropped my pre-order at Best Buy uh, 10 minutes after seeing the direct. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, I th if you, especially owning it physical, assuming mm -hmm. it's not what Nintendo's been pulling lately with Switch physical titles where, like, the first game is on the cart and the rest of them are yeah. download codes. If they do mm -hmm. that again, ugh. They'll get me started. That will piss people off. It, definitely. I mean, it, it, that mm -hmm. should not even be a thing. Uh, I wish they would stop doing that. But, yeah, like, it, definitely. Like, this is a huge thing. This is a huge get for a lot of people. I also love this tweet that I see. Uh, Shame they didn't port over Mario Teaches Typing. I can no longer support you, Nintendo. It's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly a joke. Uh Yes. Absolutely incredible. And I'm going to tell you, so some people have fantastic wit. Yeah. And I, I, I get on, you know, Reddit is toxic. But there are some, there's some funny shit where you can get on Reddit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have not checked the Reddit for this. I think you have. Uh, I, I usually go about three or four days after something news like, like this breaks. Because I just want to filter through all the toxic bullshit first and just get to the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And we touched on this episode two, was it, I believe, mm -hmm. where we talked about the Toys to Life thing and the Skylanders and, and the Lego and all that. And I'm, I wanted to get in on that, but the, the market, you know, it, it, it's just not there anymore. And I missed out because we talked about me getting Amiibos and stuff like that uh, because I own Super Mario, uh, uh, the, the newest Super Mario World for uh, Odyssey for the Switch. And you know what? Every world it has it has a place where you can drop an amiibo on it, and I always thought that was kind of cool. And then I saw the Mario Kart living room, is what I'm calling it. I don't remember what it's actually called, but uh, I think it's Mario Kart Home. Yeah. But I, I I saw that, and it took me it took a while for it to register. I mean, it did. I'm old, so get over it. Uh, I I saw the I saw the kid on the couch playing it, and I'm like. Is that his living room where he's sitting? So I got it. I got that. And I'm like, well, that's cool. I don't know how it's working, but that's cool. And then I see the little Mario Kart, the actual physical Mario Kart going around his living room. I'm like, okay, let me pick my fucking jaw up. It's a <laughs> Toys to Life that doesn't plug into anything. The fucking thing moves around in your living room like a Roomba. Oh my God. And then I saw the other kids come in there with another switch and then make their little track with cups and shit like that. And then I saw what they were doing on the screen, throwing the bananas and shit. And then when uh, Luigi's uh, car got hit, it stopped in real life. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm fucking done. I'm done. I'm, I've got to fucking have this. I've got to have it. Can you imagine when COVID's over having, you know, you all Mario party type games, but you have your friends come over and they bring their fucking little Mario carts with them, like Waluigi or uh, Wario. And provided if you've got room in your living room to do it, having, you know, eight of those motherfuckers running around in your damn living room. Oh, I, the, the fun is just would be out out of this world. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I like I, I agree. I, the the video hit me the same way that it hit you. I was like, wait a minute. That looks like. That looks like a house, like a, a just a regular house that they're driving through. What is this level? Right. And then I'm <laughs> like, oh, 
Oh, and then they cut to the shot of the cart, and it's, you know, Mario, on, it's a remote control car with a camera mm-hmm. mounted above Mario's head, and uh, then they have the gates, they have these numbered gates that they use to set up the track, you yep. know, and it's, it, it's awesome, like, it, I agree with you, it's incredible, and I assume that this means that we're going to see some different characters available, I mean, it'd be crazy for them to not offer at least up to like four different characters. So like you mentioned, yeah. you know, hopefully we get Mario and Luigi, Wario and Waluigi, but they could go, they could go further. I mean, you could definitely still do Toad and Peach and Yoshi, you know, you could probably get up to eight or so and definitely yeah. sell a bunch of them. And oh, yeah, and Bowser too. Bowser. Yeah. And the idea of having, I don't know how many people this is going to support, but it right. just seems awesome it just it, amazing and this is coming out in october uh it's it's slated to come out <laughs> in the 16th of october so this is coming yeah. soon uh it's actually yeah. called mario kart live home circuit and yeah it's this is a really cool product uh an interesting little tidbit i had uh my friend simkin phd reach out to me today and i've mentioned him before he is a local college professor who teaches game design he has a relationship with a studio that is a little more than an hour away from us out in the Albany area of upstate New York. And they, uh, they believe they were previously called Vicarious Visions and they're not anymore. But he mentioned that that is a studio that worked on this. And Vicarious Visions worked on Skylanders. They were one of the studios that basically was trading off with other studios on the Skylanders title. So like they would do one and then the next one would come from a different studio. Then by that, by the time that year had passed, it would be their turn again to have their title come out. And the Vicarious Visions games were considered by the community to be the better Skylanders games, as I recall. Uh, Swap Force was a Vicarious Visions game and, and so on. So I think that that speaks really strongly for how great this game could be if it's being developed by a studio that has experience with toys to life and in creating good experiences for toys to life because not all those games were created equal right it's really exciting and i also just love hearing that there's a local studio here in upstate new york that's thriving you know they 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 found absolutely found something wonderful to work on it it's awesome it's absolutely incredible and this (laughs) this has tremendous potential I, I, I can't wait. I, I, if Nintendo is going to put it out, and then no, Nintendo is not flawless. We all know that. Uh, I, I still haven't fixed my joystick uh, drift that I have on my Switch, but I rarely play it handheld anyway, so I use my Pro Controller. That's why I've been too lazy to send it in to get fixed. So, I mean, Nintendo is not perfect, but I'm going to tell you what. This Direct today, as I watched that and watched everything you know that I'm seeing and I'm seeing and I'm seeing, that has so deprioritized a PS5 or an Xbox uh, Series X to me that I, I, I'm not even really thinking about those right now. And these are these are games. This is not a console. These are game titles, first-party game titles from arguably, if not in my opinion, the best game game manufacturer, console manufacturer there there is, and. I, I, I just can't wait. I mean, imagine if this Mario Kart thing works. What else they could do? Well, are they going to bring Pokemon to life where they fucking walk around in your living room? 
I mean, that's... I'm, imagine a Pokemon Stadium game in your living room. Well, I mean, we already sort of have that with Pokemon Go with the AR Plus feature, uh, where you can you can yep. pull your Pokemon out, or you can catch Pokemon in the wild, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. Right. Uh, so there's potential there. I believe... Isn't there a, another Pokemon Snap title coming finally? And it's going to be something akin to that? I haven't been able to dive that deep because again i've been kind of busy this week the the farthest back i've been able to go on these directs to get uh any information is i went back uh, four or five days ago i think it was and saw another title i want the damn jurassic park basically tycoon game mm-hmm. uh where you make your own jurassic park that game looks freaking phenomenal too oh is that uh, jurassic world evolution yeah i i i, I think that it's kind of like a zoo tycoonish type game where you make your own jurassic park and that that i want that game too yeah that, that i just that game was included in a humble bundle recently on pc uh-huh. and, right. and i watched some reviews on it i ultimately uh didn't redeem my copy i think i picked something else but it is a cool uh-huh. game uh yeah because you can like breed the dinosaurs and stuff it is really if you like park simulators if you're into that kind mm-hmm. of stuff it is a cool game and uh, yeah, so that that's you know, the Switch is bringing lots of wonderful games. Like they're, and I understand that some people criticize Nintendo for kind of a slow release schedule for their first party titles, but <laughs> but there's so much on offer now. Like they're they're remastering classic titles, which people want. There's plenty of people who want that. They are still releasing new con. I mean, Animal Crossing just came out this year, Gangbusters. I mean, part of that was helped mm-hmm. by COVID, but let's be real, it was doing well despite that. My copy is in the mail. Ah. Da, 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 da. Okay. I'm not going to do that song. Um, <laughs> and then we have all the wonderful indie titles that have come over. Lots of, you know, big titles from AAA publishers have been ported over, and more are on the way at, at all times, basically. Switch has become a destination, and there's so much on offer that Nintendo doesn't have to do all the heavy lifting themselves. They they can periodically release a couple titles here and there, and have that be sufficient. And hopefully, I, I really, really hope that they're taking the feedback on some of the blunders that they have had recently. Like, for example, the Super Mario Maker functionality online functionality the mario party online functionality stuff like that like i hope they're learning those lessons so that when they release these games in the future their first party titles they are more integrated to what people expect in 2020 and forthcoming 2021 so i thought this was awesome there's also a couple other little tidbits here uh in march 2021 animal crossing new horizons will be getting super mario themed furniture uh, I had to laugh at the top comment on the subreddit uh, thread for that. Somebody said, can't wait for the Waluigi bidet. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, somebody else pointed out that Zelda's 35th is in February. I don't know if they're going to be doing anything for Zelda, but I imagine they will be. I can't imagine they just completely ignore Zelda. So that that's something to pay attention to. I know, you know, there's a lot of Mario fans out there, but there are some fervent Zelda fans out there. So if they start announcing I'm some there too. if they start announcing some awesome Zelda stuff, whew, that could be amazing too. 
yeah, like this was pretty, in my opinion, this direct was pretty comprehensive. You got something immediately that you can start playing with, playing with All-Stars, which is a classic, wonderful collection of those four classic games. Available right now. Now we've got Super Mario Bros. 35 coming on October 1st. That's going to be fun. That's going to be free to people who have the online service. That's awesome. You know, we've got a new port coming in February of a new title. That's good, too. And then, you know, we have this collection. This Super Mario 3D All-Stars. This is... And then the Toys of Life. You know, your Mario Kart in your living room. It's pretty comprehensive. It's, it covers I've the swath. I've learned... Yes, I've learned two valuable lessons with Nintendo over the It was funny when you were saying, uh, funny to me because I went through this years ago, when you were saying people were bitching about the slow releases, uh, especially with first-party titles on the on the console. I learned this lesson the hard way with the SNES when I bought the SNES, which was, for all intents and purposes, a much more powerful machine than, than the Genesis at the time. But I was upset at the speed of release of their catalog. So I sold the Super Nintendo and went back to Genesis. And then it wasn't six months later. And then the, the dam broke and all those great Super Metroid and everything else titles started coming out. So I ended up having to go back and rebuild my library because I bought the Super Nintendo back. So I've learned my lesson to just be patient with them. And I've also learned that when it comes to innovation, there is no other game company that can match Nintendo's in innovation. Uh, not all of it I like. Like, I, the, we've already discussed the Wii. I'm not fucking getting off my ass and fucking running in place. Uh, and the ring fit? No, nah, 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 sorry, not my thing. It needs, if it was a burger, it'd be different. But... Uh, the other stuff that they and virtual boy they kind of screwed the pooch on that but that was years ago but that they will try anything and you got to take your hat off for that i i think they're they're doing good work here i really don't have any complaints it, it's just it's everything and more like i i can't imagine <laughs> that they could have done any better no, the only thing they do better is if they give uh, Link to the Past on Zelda's 35th, Link to the Past, the same treatment they gave that uh, other Link game, and I cannot remember. I'm oh, old. the GBA I, game, yeah. Yes, if they gave that treatment to Link to the Past, I'm just going to have to get a second mortgage. <laughs> oh, boy. I will have nothing but Mario and Zelda in my house. The hell with everything else. I, I think maybe in February we'll see something come out. It's it's very likely that we'll see some kind of announcements to celebrate Zelda's 35th, so... And they probably end up doing something with Ocarina of Time and, and uh, all the other Majora's Mask and all that, but don't sleep on Link's Awakening, Nintendo. You gotta give it some love. Well, the, those games have... already have, like, relatively recent ports anyways, like remasters. Because mm. uh, they were ported for the new 3DS... And so, therefore, I think they were pretty easy to port for the I can't remember. I could be mistaken there. But, yeah, they had relatively recent ports, so I don't think it's too much of a stretch. They might even already be available, for all I know. <laughs> That's how much I know. 
sometimes. Uh, but I like I own Majora's Mask on new 3DS. I still have to play mm-hmm. it. I got to get around to playing it. You know, it's funny because I got my Switch and it was like I completely forgot that my new 3DS existed, but there's still great titles on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be the the new 3DS is going to be that handheld system that people slept on a little bit because it was the thing that came out before the Switch. And so right. much focus was going to shift to the Switch. And I bet you so many people have traded in their new 3DSs and everything. But there's right. going to be some great titles that people are going to be looking for later in the future because there were some awesome ports and there were some awesome original titles for the platform. Right. And since we're talking about handhelds, let's not forget the Direct also included a remanufactured game and watch that's going to have a color screen. Yep. Yep. The, the new game. I forgot about the game and watch because it, mm-hmm. it, it was a little bit of a meme to me, but it's kind of cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, the actual one is pretty useless today, but for nostalgia purposes, I mean, it, it's a color screen now, not just that, you know, that uh, green screen with the uh, black LCD. Uh, but I mean that I, I'm, I'll pick it up. Just for nostalgia purposes. I mean, I probably will never use it. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm still going to pick it up because, I, I mean, I never had a Game & Watch. And even though I know that's not technically a Game & Watch, it's close enough for what I need. It's funny, too, because, like, I, the, the video was, like, in updated, full-color liquid crystal display. And I was like... <laughs> Really, guys? <laughs> really? <laughs> Are we talking about LCD like it's new? Uh, come on! I know. This, well, compared this... to the original one, it is it is a, a night and day difference. Well, just because the original was a stone tablet with a stick scratching against it, like, come on! <laughs> it's, yeah, that's the second time you've made that reference. Did you have a problem with etch a sketch as a kid? No. I didn't know if that was like your only fucking toy or something because you keep bringing the tablets up and I'm like, did did he only get to play with an etch sketch? I got okay. I got to I got to play roll the wheel, stone wheel. Oh, oh really? Yeah, oh, it, it was okay. a hand me down toy <laughs> from your generation. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so I suppose that about wraps us up on this Nintendo Direct. We'll probably uh, record again very soon, so stay tuned for that. We'll have another episode very quickly, rather than the long delay between the last two. Go check out the Direct. Go to YouTube. Look for the Mario 35 Nintendo Direct. Watch the whole thing. I believe the total run was 16 minutes, and about 12 of it was the actual presentation, and then the rest of it was like a going through the the history of Mario, showing all the different titles and stuff, showing some gameplay, which is cool in and of itself. So go check that out. Uh, You know, don't quote us on any of the specifics because we're dumb and we mess things up sometimes. Yes, and I promise we'll we'll record sooner because I will prohibit uh, Klotz from horseback riding or whatever the fuck he was doing to get injured. Yeah. It was sitting at my computer. Anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> We're going to wrap up this uh, this episode. Uh, it's a little shorter than usual, but we'll be back soon with another episode where we're going to circle back and talk about the last Direct, the Indie Showcase, and we're also going to talk about High Score, documentary series on Netflix, because that was pretty cool. I got to watch that about a week and a half back. I'm excited to talk about that, so stay tuned for the yeah, next I got episode. To, I got to read read that entire thing too yeah yeah 
All it was was fucking reading. Oh. Poor Mark. So, we'll get into it. Hooked on phonics. Worked for Twig. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Say so, yeah. <laughs>